Welcome to another episode of the Menswear Style Podcast. I'm your host, Pete Brooker, and on this episode, I'm going to talk to Alberto Gill, co-founder of Hockerty. And I'm going to peel off a little info from the Hockerty website here, which you can find, by the way, at hockerty.com. Founded in 2008, Hockerty is the e-commerce leader in tailored suits and tailored shirts as we offer our customers complete freedom to design their own clothes by choosing from a wide range of styles and fabrics. So that interview with Alberto to come, and I really enjoyed it. Alberto opens up about the origins of the company, how to get an e-commerce site off the ground. Also, what is going on right now with regards to people buying suits amidst the pandemic? You know, what is the demand like in these crazy times? I grilled him on that and he came back with some interesting answers I think you'll find interesting. So stay tuned. And before we get to Alberto, though, don't forget to check out the show notes at menswearstyle.co.uk and on the social at menswearstyle. All the latest fashion news. Craig, our editor, has just published an article on how to create the work from home environment. Well, you just locked the cat in the cupboard. <laughs> like my girlfriend's doing right now. Uh, no, just joking. Um, that's not the answer. That's just a window into my life. Check out that article on how to create a decent work-life balance and many more on menswear style. And if you want to tell us about your brand and your journey, you can email the show at info at menswearstyle.co.uk. Okay, let's get into it. This is a good one. I hope you enjoy it. Here is that interview with Alberto, co-founder of Hockerty. Well, it's my great pleasure to introduce Alberto Gill, co-founder of Hockerty. How are we doing today, Alberto? Ah, uh, Great. Thanks. Thanks for having me here with you today. Pleasure to have you on. Alberto, tell me a little bit about yourself, what it is that you do. So my name, well, uh, you, you just said my name. I'm co-founder of uh, Hockerty. And um, what I do here is that I'm in charge of one area that is the innovation innovation area. But let, let me explain a little bit about Hockerty first. Please. So what we do it's what uh, we do made to measure garments for men and for women too under the brand Sumisura um, and we have been doing this for 12 years so far and we do it exclu- exclu- uh, exclusively uh, online so we don't have stores users right. customers come to our websites design their own clothes suits shirts coats um, whatever and we just produce them in 15 days, made to their exact measurements. Right. How did you get the idea for this, for Hockerty? So uh, the, the story is that uh, 12 years ago, we were well, the three of the co-founders were working in, in uh, technical co- in tech companies. And one of my partners came from a trip to Shanghai. And he explained us that there, there was there was a strong tradition in suit making that you could go there and get a suit made in just hours, you know, in, in 24, uh, 48 hours, you got you got a made to measure suit. 
And then we, he suggested he, he suggested us to create something that mixing technology and this tradition in Shanghai, uh, we could offer customers all over around the world to get a proper made-to-measure suit in um, in just 15 days, as we offer today, and just uh, through a website. And yeah, and then two months later, after that, we 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 launch hawkerty.com. Right. Okay. Uh, so I, I let me tell you something. I had a similar idea much later. So you guys been going 12 years. So this isn't by any means a, a new idea I had, but I, my girlfriend and I, we like to go to Hoi An mm -hmm. uh, at least once a year. And they've got a, about 400 tailors in the heart of Hoi An. And it was, again, I felt like the quality was really good. I felt The uh, the turnaround time was fantastic. You know, you book yourself into a hotel just a couple of days and you can walk out with a lot of bespoke or made-to-measure garments. But what I did find was that there was no way that people were digitizing the information. Like none of these tailors seem to have records of their customers or their clients. And so like if you were to then go back to the UK, maybe I wanted to get an extra couple of shirts or jackets or trousers, whatnot. I couldn't find any way of communicating with the tailor and say, hey, any chance you can just knock me up a couple of more garments. So, <laughs> right, so right. I imagine this kind of germ that I had much later down the road was something you had um, yeah. about 12 years ago. So how does that process begin then once you have the idea and how? what are the first parts of implementing that plan yeah I, i always say that first of all we were very very lucky with the partner that we chose in shanghai back in the days and even till today it's the same partner that we have so this is this has been very very important for us um but second it was all about um, um bringing our mindset uh, well because we, we have an engineering mindset right because we, we we are engineers so we wanted to bring um this organization these operational processes to our to the way that they were producing and we just mix this with their tradition and then we were able to offer this obviously the first um, the first orders that we received They were not perfect, right? But during the day, the the first months, we were we optimized all the processes, and in the end, we were able to offer what you say that was difficult to offer, right? So we could offer a consistent service for every customer, right? So if you place an order two, three months after your first order, your measurements were the same, and we have all your records and this kind of thing. So. It, it's yeah i mean it's not an easy an easy process and that's why there are not uh, hundreds of companies like us uh, yeah. but let me also say that we were not the only ones having the same idea so during these 12 years we have seen many companies um, launching similar ideas ones are uh, our competitors and they are doing great and others tried and failed and so so I mean, there is. This is because the, the there is really a strong tradition in, in in Shanghai, and a very good quality in terms of manufacturing and fabrics, and that's why we are. There is a bunch of us doing the same there. Right. I see. I got to tell you, the biggest issue that I had, and I kind of pursued my own little mini project for well, I, I don't know about half a year, but the biggest problem that i couldn't get over was having people to rely on 
on the ground out there. So I didn't have anybody that could communicate with the tailors. Uh, I could, I couldn't trust anybody. Did you have any similar issues when you were starting this up about, you know, how you got yeah, on board yeah. with the, the tailors? Yeah, this is a problem. I mean, um, especially today, uh, well, I don't know if it, today it's even, it's even worse. But the thing is that you need um, to have somebody there that you can rely on. So what we did there very fast, quite fast, it was to create our own um, logistics center, as we call it, have people that we could rely on there, travel there uh, every month or every two months. Um, and this is the way to do, to do things there. So that you can you can control that everything is is in order and so. Um, but again, let, let me stress out that we were very lucky with with our partner there. I mean, they right. they usually ten years ago they used to say that one out of ten uh, businesses implying Western partners and Chinese partners used to uh, be successful, right? So nine out of ten were failed, right? And right. I guess that we were those in that 10%. Yeah, no, that, I mean, that's key, isn't it? And uh, there's so much that hinges on that relationship. Uh, yeah. do you, do you, so what was the landscape like, say, 12 years ago when you launched this in terms of online e-commerce? I mean, I'm guessing it obviously wasn't the, the juggernaut that it is today, but when you first started putting the pieces into place, what was around and what was it like launching something like that then? Well, we honestly, when we launched this, we, we launched it as a side project, right? It was, mm. not, it was not for a living. And we started from very little. And uh, with our first sales, we started reinvesting our profits in order to keep growing. And so and we and to the Till today, we are doing exactly the same, reinvesting what we generate um, in order to keep growing. So we, we are uh, what they call a bootstrapped company, right? So we never needed money from others in order to keep growing. And due to that reason, we didn't, I mean, we, we, grow, we grew with a very solid foundation. And, but going back to your question about what was the ecosystem, the online ecosystem, regarding the made-to-measure garments, uh, back in the days, there was only one other company doing the same. And uh, it was quite coincidental and quite funny because it was like both of us had the same idea at this with several months of difference. Mm. And we launched similar things, and till today we are still competing. Wow! Uh, and it's it's very it's very funny, and, and and they are doing a great job, and and we hope that they still stay as competitors for long. Um, but it was it was very difficult to convince people back uh, back then to go to a website, design something, insert measurements. Pay two hundred bucks, uh, depending on the on the uh, if it was dollars, euros, or or pounds, right? And then um, wait fifteen days to receive the garment, right? But we were lucky that there was a, a small um, audience of people that really wanted made-to-measure garments. They uh, or they really wanted customized products, and um, so we were 
going to that specific audience and that is the audience that allow us to to grow right mm. today we sell to more heterogenic audience like i mean people that just want a suit to go to the office because they work in a bank or people that want a suit for a wedding or this type of right mm. but at the very beginning we were going to very specific niches mm. what You mentioned your competitors. I don't. I don't want to dwell on it too much or mention any names. But it must be like a a double edged sword that you kind of want competition in order to accelerate what what you're doing yourself and to push you. Uh, but also, you could probably do with them not being there at the same time. Right? <laughs> so, I, I'm curious. Are you in dialogue with them? Do you kind of look over your shoulder and and you know, is it like a friendly competition? <laughs> no. <laughs> I I must admit that it's not that uh, we we are not that close with these guys. Um, so we have never. I mean, the way they do business is very different the way we do business today. So that's why we we never had the opportunity to talk to them. On the other hand, with other many other compete, competitors, we have fluent relationship and we talk from time to time and so on. It's it's great, but not with. Not with these specific ones that I mentioned. Okay. All right. Good to know. Well, look, again, I'm going to swing it back around to me. I'm in the process of launching a a book and I've just realized, well, I've, re I've known for a long time that somebody else is going to be launching the exact same book, the exact same <laughs> title roundup. And it's, I'm not in contact. I don't have dialogue with the other author, but it does feel like each time I hear noise coming from the other camp, it not, it puts a spark up my ass. I'm like, right, okay, I've got to double down, get up earlier. I've got to just make sure that my project's much better than their project. You know what I mean? So at the same time, I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, I just wish they'd go away. But at the same time, I'm also quite grateful for it because it, you know, it, it gets me to work harder. Yeah. 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 This is, this is something, but on the other hand, you need to work your way. Right. Mm. I mean, you, in, in in this case that we're talking about, we decided to take very different paths in terms of doing the same thing from the business perspective. So we are not talking here about suits or about elegance. We are talking about about uh, you know uh, business, and they decided to go away that we don't know how to do business. Mm. So the way we know how to do business is to do sustainable business. So so to to in so to create a business that if if I mean that that you don't need money from others in order to continue working, right? So mm. that you can reinvest the your own profits the way you do and to keep growing and at, at to keep growing at a pace that for sure it will always be slower than what others do, but it's sustainable, right? So it I'll, fortunately for us we chose this way because this year we are seeing so many people suffering. Mm. Uh, with this situation, people that got into too complicated projects that, that ask for so much money and mm. it's been, it's been quite a disaster for, for many others. And it's a pity because they, they were doing great in terms of product and in terms of production and so, and because they went into complicated paths, maybe they will not uh, be able to explain this. They will not be able to make it next year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, I think a lot of people have kind of hit a brick wall uh, through, yeah. through no fault of their own. Just perhaps, you know, either it's directly affected them what's going on right now, or you know, it's it's basically taken the rug out of them, 
and uh, they've got no fat on the business. They can't lean on anything. And so, you know, people have just been stripped down. That aside, well, maybe let's drill down a little bit on that. How has the pandemic and COVID, et cetera, and how's that all affected Hockerty? Or has it at all? Yeah. Yeah, well, at the beginning, um, so on uh, 13th, 14th March, it was uh, when all this started. Um, I mean, it hit us hard, right? So people, people wasn't, was in shock, right? Everybody all around the world, almost all around the world, people was in shock. They were not ready or not willing to buy suits for the office because they didn't need to attend the office. They didn't know when they were going to be able to go back to the office. And then during the following weeks, the, all the weddings and, mm. and, and special events were canceled, right? So you can imagine if you wanted to buy a tuxedo or for, for, for a party or for an event, or if you wanted to buy your, uh, a new suit for a wedding you had to attend, you obviously were postponing uh. that, right? So um, as many other businesses, we saw a drop during the first weeks that was quite dramatic. Um, but fortunately for us, after that, I don't know if it was after four weeks or so, sales started to recover. And, and uh, we, we have a great team that saw opportunities in, in this situation, right? Because there was people that was still looking for to buy suits and to buy made to measure products and so so we were there when customers wanted to buy for this and i guess that due to the fact that many local stores were closed mm. many uh, some of these uh, new customers went to search online and and till today we cannot complain right so mm. we are in a situation that we are um we are way better than we thought we would be when all this pandemic started. Mm. But, <laughs> you know, the second wave, everybody's afraid of the second wave, mm. or we are, because we don't know what will happen, right? But, but, but yeah. Has it, has it affected your supply chains or the tailors at all? Have, have they had to down tools? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, yeah, I, I was not thinking about that. I, I almost forgot that. So the, the, when the pandemic impacted Europe and America, mm. Uh, it impacted the sales hard, right? But at the beginning of the year, it impacted us on the production side, right? Because right. Chi China was on lockdown. So we, our tailors were not being able to attend the, 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 the to, to work, right? So we were not able to produce and we had some delays. But um, on the other hand, uh, I mean, it was an opportunity for us to grow to discover, so we we were we had the opportunity to create new partnerships with uh, new tailors, um, and yeah, and and it was I mean we it made us better it made us better because we we found uh, new ways to produce in new uh, factories or, or tailors, and in the end we had a bigger capacity of production, and then the pandemic came to Europe. And we didn't need to that that huge capacity that we had by then. Right. But, but yes, it, it impacted us, but it was not as dramatic as when it impacted Europe. Curious, Alberto, how often do you get to Shanghai? Do you, are you kind of like hands-on with that part of the operation? No, I'm not that involved. So my partners are uh, involved on more on the on the part of the operation. I'm more involved on the on anything related to technology and to marketing. So, what does your day to day look like when you, you know, as co-founder of Hockerty? You know, what what is your normal operations? 
So yeah, it's quite difficult to define them, but the, as uh, in the innovation area, what we do is uh, we look for technologies or new developments that could improve any area aspect of our company, such as launching a new product or, or sell in new areas of the world or uh, even implement technologies such as um, improvements in uh, chatbot, for example. This is a project that we launched several months or years ago. And and things such as the... Um, uh, or, or you know that we have a system that is able to predict your measurements um, based on certain para parameters of your body, right? So... Tell me about that. I'm, I'm fascinated about that. So the thing is that one... One of the keys in having success in a company that sells made-to-measure garments to customers that you cannot put your hands on is to be able to apply some technology in order to help the customers to get measured, right? Mm -hmm. So there are many companies during these years, many companies have developed different systems that use different technologies, but the easier to understand is, for example, if you take a picture of yourself, um, the picture is able to um, estimate your measurements, right? Mm. But this is not the approximation that we took. This is not the system that we took. We, we used a system in which based on your height, weight and different body parameters that you can, you, you have to tell us, uh, basically, you have to tell us if you're you're strong or you have a belly. <laughs> we can <laughs> we can it... basically estimate your measurements with that. Right. So this allows you to um, to when you're when you get measured, right? When you're measuring your chest or your or your arm length, in order um, it helps you to tell. Oh yes, this is this is my measurement because basically. Our estimation works so well that we don't even know people to get measured. At least 80% of the population body types, we are able to predict their measurements. Right. And that's based on just giving a description of your measurements as opposed to taking a photo of me in my undies and just sending it on to an unknown number, <laughs> which actually happened on one other site. It was a very strange process but it it was a hey you know you need we need your measurements we need a photo of you but we need you to strip down to your undercrackers and send it to us I'm like yeah i <laughs> no way i'm not gonna i'm not gonna impart that pain on anyone else <laughs> why <laughs> but that is precisely why we went, didn't we tried that road so because um we knew or we thought that people would be unwilling to take a picture of themselves in underpants and yeah. then send sending it over the internet and don't know where does the picture goes and if it gets stored or whatever. So that's why we went through a very clean process that is sometimes is hard to believe, sounds like magic, right? Mm. But if I tell you that um, we, uh, I mean, nowadays with machine learning is much better, to, much easier to understand that, that 12 years ago. Huh? Mm. But uh, the system gets learning all the time. With every new customer, the system learns. So if uh, they, the system predicts measurements, we do the garments based on those predictions. If the customer says, oh, I needed to bring it to the tailor to, to shorten the sleeve one centimeter. Okay, so the system learns. Mm. And the system says, okay, for that, this customer, my prediction was not okay. Next time I will do it a bit shorter for the, for the arm length. Right? 
So, um, but doesn't and- that depend on what how people can? I mean, so like for example, if I had the made to measure suit and I, I did all the measurements to the best of my ability, but it might be a centimeter short on the sleeve. But that's how do you differ it? Let me uh, let me rephrase this. How do you gauge whether that's just somebody's personal taste that they wanted it? A centimetre yeah, or two centimetres, as opposed to, well, actually, we gave you the right fit. It's just you you want a crazy little, you want a crazy something else going on with it. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 it makes sense. Makes total sense. I mean, um, we have certain pa- parameters that we ask you in the website, like the slim fit, right, for the trousers and for the jacket, mm. if you want it slim or, or normal fit. But um, for the sleeve length, for example, right, that some people prefer it shorter and show more shirt, cuff than others, right? Mm. This is personal taste. And honestly, this goes on average for every country. So if in the UK people prefer to, to wear them shorter, so the system will learn that in the UK we need to have them and to make them shorter than in Germany or than in the US. Ah, that is yeah. fascinating. So it's a demographic by country as well so like if you can that is nuts so what's the what is the the general vibe of english orders (laughs) you know what what are we into right now you're the guy to go to for this no (laughs) honestly there is no uh, i mean there is no specific trout that comes to me from from the english customers i have other other i mean there is other that are very obvious that italians always uh, want them slimmer Mm. right but from from the england there is no specific thing that we are all the time um that we're receiving requests all the time uh. right <laughs> okay so uh, let me go off the grass a little bit i've just finished watching a film called limitless with bradley cooper hmm. um have you seen the film i think i started it Oh. I, I I watch one minute and then I stop. That was for, enough. I you... <laughs> for whatever reason, I don't, know, I don't know why. Okay, it's on Netflix. I recommend you watch it, if only for this scene. He's at the tailor's and he has to stash like his what's called NZT. It's a drug that makes him think quicker. Uh, he gets to use every part of his brain. And for this, though, he wa- you know he needs to keep his pills very very close to him. And he's asked the tailor, "Look, can you create an imperceptible pocket in this jacket?" Uh, to which the tailor goes yes and i just thought oh that's so cool having some like little sneaky pocket that you can access you know bits and bobs in can people have anything like that through hockety can they make anything bespoke in that way yeah for sure i mean we have done thousands of things like this during the years um i mean there are special requests coming all the time so people ask for yeah uh, I remember uh, pockets on the back of the jacket, you know, that mm-hmm. this could be kind of that, right? Because if you want to put something very thin back there, nobody would tell that there is a pocket back there. Yeah. That... And even suits that look like this film, of whatever, you know, I mean, yeah. So despite on the website, you can design tons of things. You have millions of combinations. There is always something that is not there Mm. and that you can you can request and the most popular ones in the end go to the website right right i see that's so cool and by the way i'm on the website right now uh it's super fast so i'm uh, i can recommend everyone going to hockety.com and just going to the you know the select fabric and design your own style you have little swatches that you can click on and then you see the suit 
on the right hand side of the screen instantly change to that that fabric style uh but it happens in a blink of an eye you must be really happy with the speed of the website yeah 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 we we have a very good it team that it's always looking forward doing things faster and more convenient for users i mean this is we don't have stores right so we need to really excel on applying the latest technology uh, advances here in order to make the website more usable faster and that that makes you feel that you are kind of touching your new garment right yeah no i like it congrats mate you got a really really cool very very slick very fast website i'm very very jealous um <laughs> have you uh how does the blog work so you have also i mean you got like 30 pages of articles that help people decide their style tips on style uh, fashion screen icons etc how does that process work have you got a team of writers yeah so we have uh, i mean our marketing team usually writes about concepts that we think they and that can be useful for for our customers right and sometimes they are to me very 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 simple but and sometimes they are very very specific but yeah we would wish to have more resources to write even more and better content um on the blog so if if there is anybody out there that wants to collaborate with us writing content i mean we are more than happy uh, because we want i mean um we we would love to share all the knowledge that we have about um about uh, men's menswear and elegance and so but we have a limited amount of time right to to yeah <laughs> write content and that's why we we have less content that we would love to have well it's a it's a huge reservoir of information and uh, people can pretty much find whatever they need or whatever they're looking for over at hockety.com uh, alberto thanks so much for your time thank you thank you for again for having me it's been a pleasure wow how about that alberto hasn't seen limitless <laughs> i thought everyone had seen limitless well it's on netflix everyone can rush over and see it Alberto, he's too busy. He's creating, he's busy creating a great platform for you to design your own suit. So make sure you're supporting the good guys and head over to hockety.com and treat yourself or your loved one to a suit made to your personal taste. Imperceptible pockets and all. Anyway, in the meantime, thanks for tuning in. If you like what you're hearing, leave a review. It helps our egos, if nothing else. And until next time, 